Marahit. Uh, that's correct, Chairperson. Okay, thank you. Good morning, uh, honorable uh, members. I uh, would really plead with Linda to mute the mic because the background sounds are distracting the meeting. Linda, please mute your mic. Morning, honorable members, uh, the department. Um, I've not seen if uh, we have the minister already in the meeting or not, but we have expected the minister at some point to join the meeting. Um, the department uh, entities that are coming before us, the civil society people on the platform, uh, and those uh, handling the media that ensures that fellow South Africans were following the uh, deliberations of this committee are able to do so. Uh, fellow South Africans in general who please take interest in the work of this committee. As Ajira, you'd be flighting the notice continuing the meeting. I would then at the same time just uh, deal with uh, the formalities, uh, purely as uh, a reminder, uh, honorable uh, members, uh, that the rules uh, that apply to the House and committees uh, on virtual uh, platforms, they would apply to this meeting. First, just to remind ourselves that uh, at all times we have to ensure that our mics uh, are muted, the video cameras off, uh, so as to ensure the smooth running of the meeting. Up until you are recognized by the chairperson, uh, for you to speak, it is at that point that you would uh, be uh, unmuting your mic and switching on your video camera. In case of connectivity challenges, please do indicate uh, so that we also allow you to switch off your video camera and proceed from, from that point. This would also apply to members who may want to raise point of orders uh, that you would not unmute your mic uh, in terms of the rules until you have been recognized by the chair to proceed to speak. In that case, you raise the point of order. But as a guide, we are advised as members not to raise unnecessary point of orders that may lead to the collapse of the meeting on this platform. For all participants on the platform, they'll also have to adhere to the same times your mics must be muted and video camera off. And this includes at a time when you may have lost connection and reconnecting to the meeting that you ensure at all times that as you reconnect to the meeting, your mic is uh, muted and your video camera 
is off where this takes into account the sensitivity of the mics that they can pick up uh, background sounds which may disrupt a speaker that may be at, on the platform uh, at the time. So if we can uh, just keep to those, uh, it will be very helpful. Uh, but I think more importantly, the general rule is that you speak through the chairperson who recognize all the people who have to speak. Uh, so in that way, uh, the meeting is properly, is properly led. Uh, those would just be the formalities, honorable members. Uh, as I said, we have an indication that we have got the numbers to proceed uh, with the meeting. However, we do need to uh, recognize apologies that may have been received uh, by the meeting. And then let's go out, ask uh, from uh, the committee support for those apologies that would have been formally received. Morning. Good morning, Chairperson. We received an apology from the Deputy Minister. Uh, the Deputy Minister has a family emergency. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. Um, am, I, am I leaving any other apologies from members that may have not reached the office, which was supposed to reach the office? Honorable Kubeka, do you want to speak? I'm struggling with speaking. Am I audible or I've been taken out of the system? We can hear you, Chairperson. Okay, we can hear you. Yes, yes. I thought Honorable Kubeka wanted to speak with regard to apologies for formality. And then maybe was struggling to get through. I was checking on that. Yeah, I'm sure when once she's able to connect, we can uh, then look at whether she was raising an apology for a member on the side. Uh, but be, be that as it may. Recording okay. in progress. Well done, proceed. Honorable Kubega, are you through now? Thank you, Chair. On my side, no apologies that I have received, Chair. Okay, no, that's fine. I'll just uh, I thought you wanted to speak at the time. Uh, thank you. We will then uh, move uh, forward, as I said, uh, Ajira will uh, help with uh, putting up the agenda so that I, I'm able to do what needs to be explained. Let's welcome the ministers here. Okay. Um, Mr. Ngoma, I'm sure maybe you would have uh, said something. Mr. Ngoma, is your hand up? Yes, yes. Uh, good morning, Chair, morning, honorable members uh, uh, and guests. Uh, Chair, just as you were talking, I received uh, an apology from Mr. Matish. 
Uh, he has uh, a challenge. Actually, his gadget was apparently uh, stolen, so he's unable to connect. Uh, but he just indicated his support for an agenda item. But I, I think I will talk to the chairperson when we get to that uh, last item. He had something to say there. Thank you, Chair. All right. Uh, no, thank you, um, Mr. Goma. As I said, would note uh, uh, the apologies as 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 we receive them um, uh, uh, for record. <clears throat> Can we then uh, proceed in? in that way that uh, as i said i wanted to firstly recognize that indeed the was the deputy minister would have put an apology we we do have the minister herself uh, having joined uh, the meeting honorable uh, minister uh, chaveni you 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 are recognized that you are in this meeting as we have, would have just uh, opened i'll just uh, talk uh, briefly to the agenda and I'm sure you have received honorable members the notice. Uh, one being a, a briefing by USASA, USAF on non-achievement of targets, uh, followed by briefing by SAF on its turnaround strategy and financial status and all outstanding issues. Uh, then we'll take uh, what I would call committee items, which will be just adoption of outstanding minutes. And the last one would be adoption of reports, which reports relates to vacancies uh, in the SABC board, uh, the MTDA board, and uh, the ICASA council, uh, of which reports would have been circulated to members well in advance. But given the request made by the department and the ministry, we, we, we would have applied in terms of uh, the rules uh, to have this meeting partially closed as we would deal with matters of uh, uh, commercial sensitivity as we look at uh, the turnaround uh, strategy for uh, of course, they uh, would allow once we get to that item a uh, detailed presentation so as to allow members to get information before them but also apply their minds in making proper uh, observations and recommendations uh, that we need to forward. Uh, and of course, partial would also be that uh, as we get back before the adoption of minutes would be able to relate to South Africans um, on our brief observations, as well as uh, our, our recommendations as the committee, as it relates to, to, the, to the said item. So I just thought it's important that one uh, speaks to that right in the beginning. Um, the, the, the first item, uh, which will also be the case in the second item, uh, give first the minister to do uh, an overview, which also presents an opportunity for the minister to take the committee into confidence on any matter, uh, which is of a public interest, uh, just to keep the committee abreast on those on those uh, matters, and, and and therefore outline how they would want to approach the presentation. Uh, it's my submission uh, in all the meetings. 
that necessarily members would have gone through presentations uh, that have been received. As I said, except for B, which would be a detailed presentation once we get to that item. Uh, but the other items would have been circulated to members well in advance, giving them an opportunity to go through them and be able to prepare for relevant inputs uh, that they would want to make. So for that reason, would not be expecting a, a long presentation, except to highlight the points that uh, uh, the minister and the entity may want to outline, given how they would want to approach the presentation. So for that reason, I would give uh, a minister 25 uh, minutes uh, on that item, and we'll then take up a discussion immediately on that item so that when we get to item B would also float uh, the people from the entity uh, and those that may need to go and do other work as we get to, to that item. Uh, so that's how we're going to approach uh, the meeting. I hope that clarifies uh, the meeting uh, as well as the minister who I am going to an opportunity to speak to the committee right now. I take it that, Honorable Minister, you are ready to speak to the committee, and, and I want to recognize you uh, to speak to the committee. You can then proceed from this point. Thank you. Over to you. Thank, thank you, Chairperson, and good morning to members of the committee. Uh, for the opportunity to uh, present the performance reports of both uh, USASA and uh, the turnaround strategy of SAPO. Maybe before we proceed, Chairperson, I need to indicate significant events are underway in our country. We have the auction of spectrum that is about to be concluded. I think the last round is uh, resuming today. And from the reports from the last week, the auction has proceeded well. The estimates that we had indicated we're going to raise uh, for the National Revenue Fund has been exceeded. We are hoping with that there will be generosity from the National Treasury on funding some of the programs of the department. As uh, it has happened in other countries where auctions were undertaken, that there was a reinvestment in the sector to make sure that the sector continues to grow. Chairperson, also yesterday, the case between ETV and the Minister of Communications and Digital Technologies around um, the analog switch off date or broadcast digital migration commenced, and we remain confident of our case. We are being supported by ICASA on the case and also Vodacom on the very case. And we, we need to also bring to the attention of the committee that there have been misinformation by a coalition co called Safe Free SA, uh, Free Safe Free Air to Air TV in South Africa, which their coalition, what they're peddling is misinformation at best. And if the, if I was allowed to say they are lying at worst, I would use that term. But I know it may not be parliamentary to use that term. But uh, they were claiming last week, they were claiming that 14 million South Africans will not, uh, are going to be switched off and uh, not have access to TV. And that is not correct. 
because in South Africa we have, if we use Status A, we've got over just 14.5 million TV watching households. If we use other market estimates, if there's growth, they're expecting that the growth has led to 15 million TV watching households. Therefore, the issue of 14 million is not there. Even with that, 11.5 million South Africans are already watching TV on satellite TV. But also with the advent of a VOD or video on demand and over-the-top television, which is commonly known as OTT, South Africans are also watching TV and uh, following news in their, on their devices, and it accounts for the number. As we speak today, government committed that people who register for support, they will be, sub- they will be uh, supported, those who qualify, poor households who earn 3500 per month. And as we speak today, only 1.4 million South Africans have registered. And that 1.4 million uh, uh, registered households, there was an increase from October uh, 2021 to date of just over 200,000 registrations, which indicate that the so-called allegation that there'll be a rush for support, people are still on analog television, is not correct. Additionally, the Minister of Trade and Industry has just published the intention to ban the importation of uh, analog uh, televisions in South Africa to allow the importation of digital televisions with tuners in the country. And with that, we uh, we are confident that the problems of analog TV will uh, will finally be closed. As we address you today is the last day of arguments. We we are responding to the case that was tabled by ETV. The uh, uh, acting judge president of Houghton has given us a full bench and we are confident that our arguments are solid from the proceedings of yesterday. And they continue to circulate today. They were circulating a petition with this uh, coalition of safe free to air, but we are confident that except that they want to create panic in the country. There's no need for South Africans to panic. Everybody that we've committed that will con- connect by end of March as the analog switch, to, switch of data has been determined by the minister will be connected. And those that we said will connect after uh, the analog switch of date, which are those who have applied after the 31st of October, 2021, will do so within three to six months of that connectivity, but uh, of that switch off. But we will endeavor because the numbers are not high to complete that in a most shortened period. Just that is just on what is happening in the country. As I take the uh, portfolio committee to the issue around USASA, you have requested us here, uh, uh, Chairperson, to come and present the performance of uh, USASA and USAF, in particular the non-achievements of target. And in particular, there are uh, three areas that USAF and USASA do not achieve their targets on, is the one is the broadcast digital migration, and two is the broadband connectivity, and three is the reduction of a wasteful and a fruitless expenditure and also irregular expenditure. On the first two, I must take you back to the briefing I just gave you now. On the, broad, on the broadcast digital migration, when we took over in August, we realized that the project has stalled and there were a lot of losses that were going on. 
We then opted to go to cabinet to change the model, to deploy a model that will allow us to complete the uh, migration in the quickest of times. We, cabinet on the 29th of September, approved a new model, which is the integrated and managed um, model for broadcast digital migration and analog switch off. It changed how we had, uh, we had initially planned to execute the the, the 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 broadcast digital migration and uh, wanted to run simultaneously across all provinces and also wanted to to use mainly resources that are from our state-owned entities and because Centec was uh, appointed as a provider it allowed Centec to ramp up the capacity from uh, of installers from uh, October to November you know from October to uh, early January Centec was under the process of installing, uh, ramping up additional capacity, but we proceeded to switch off the provinces of uh, Free State, Northern Cape, Northwest, Mpumalanga, and Limpopo in, Feb- uh, in February. The two were last switched off in February. With that ramping up of capacity, we, we had moved from a capacity of just 285 installers and up the capacity to at some point to just over 5,000. At some point, the capacity was between seven and 8,000 of installers, which allowed us to then uh, uh, double up, then uh, more than double up the number of installations we're able to do today. As we speak, we are, and we are uh, implementing installations in the provinces of Gauteng, North, uh, Western Cape, Eastern Cape, and KZN with the timelines that we're going to complete for the analog switch off or the end of dual elimination by the 31st of March, 2022, as pronounced by the president and gazetted by the minister. But that change of the model, we I need to concede that we did a lapse on our part, both as a department and the board of users and USA, that we did not come to retable the APP because ordinarily on that, we should have come to yourself to Parliament and retable the APP to reflect the model that has been implemented. But it has been because USASA and uh, has been hard at work to make sure that the targets that we said we're going to achieve, which we undertook to cabinet, which we had shared with this portfolio committee, were achieved. I must in- also indicate the hard work that the board of and the management of USASA have been doing to make sure that where we needed deviations to get certain approvals, the deviations were granted. In addition, we, USASA was supposed to also do a voucher system. We opted not to do a voucher system, but to get CETA, our other state-owned entity, to develop an application, the, an online application that uh, South Africans could apply for support uh, using it and be given uh, feedback through it. It's called the ST. Uh, STB registration, and that system will allow us to expand also to give us a view of a single um, a single view of an indigenous South African, and it will allow us to move into the big data system. This was very good for us, and CETA complete, indeed completed that on time from January, in addition of using post offices to register people who are also using uh, the online system. The online system does not only use smartphones, it also uses uh, feature phones. And what we, the challenge that we are discussing and will get advice from parliament, whether we can retable the adjustments of that because the, the, the term has not ended because there was performance because it's going to affect the performance 
of stuff in terms of, of what they've achieved in actual fact and what was written in paper. So we'll then follow up with that chairperson and check if we could still submit the amendments to those targets. The second part is the issue around the broadband um, uh, the responsibility of, of USASA and USAF. And they had targets to do 80 sites of in, in municipalities, but we realized that the segmentation or the fragmentation of work between USASA, uh, BBI, and uh, Centec as it relates to the broadband responsibility continues to fragment the impact and the value that government derives. We then decided again to give a halt on that model, the initial model that they were using, and consolidate the broadband connectivity work into what we call SA Connect uh, project, which we then took to cabinet. Cabinet on the 2nd of February approved the revised model for SA Connect and National Treasury has given us the approvals in terms of the deviations we needed to use again our state-owned entities to drive the connectivity of South Africa. So also in that score, the performance has been affected mainly of that, but the maintenance of site continues to take place, but the new model that will ensure that over 33,000 community hotspots are done and over, um, uh, over uh, 21,000 government institutions are done, but also including the participation of SMMEs in, to make sure that they can participate in the broadband or telecommunications business has been approved by cabinet and we are implementing in earnest. We have also completed consultations with some province, provinces such as Mpumalanga and Mpopo, and they are, we are underway with the consultations with other provinces because our view is that the choice of uh, communities and prioritization of communities must be done in consultations with provinces, but we must also consolidate the broadband um, rollout that is being done by national government with also the work that is being done by provincial government and also municipality. We are also engaging with COCTA around the project of Municipal Connect so that we can consolidate the work of the whole of government into one to make meaningful impact and make the resources spread further. So we can, as a department, account that the performance on the non-achievements of targets on broadband and um, on BDM, on the part of USAS and USAF, is not their doing, but that non-achievement on targets on paper in the APP does not reflect the achievements that the country and the department with the work of USASA and uh, has achieved and will request to retable the, the, the targets in line with the, what has been revised and the model that we have, we have used and approved by cabinet. The last two issues, uh, Chairperson, is the issues around fruitless and wasteful expenditure that we deem that the organization explanations on why they did not achieve the restrictions are not acceptable because in one instance, they're talking about appointing an investigator and our view is that you reduce those on, on, on investigator when you want to clean them off but acquiring new fruitless and wasteful expenditure is the one is the work that you continue to do. But also the explanation that they do not want to use an internal auditor because employees were not happy. It doesn't wash because it's not the responsibility of employees to decide who investigates. It's the responsibility of management and board on who investigates. You cannot choose your own investigator. If there's an issue around fairness, when the investigations and reports are there, people are given an opportunity to dispute the reports that are there with factual evidence. And we do, we do not accept it ourselves on the analysis of the both their reports. And similarly, this applies 
to the issue of irregular expenditure. With that, Chairperson, I think I've covered in overall the the reports uh, as submitted to the members. And we deem that if you, well, there's no need for additional presentation, we can take questions on the matter of USASA and USA. Thank you. Thank you, um, Honorable Minister. As I said, uh, Honorable Members would then be directed from that side as to how they are approaching the presentation on the basis that uh, members have had an opportunity to go through the presentation. At this point, I would now take uh, those members who would want to uh, ask questions or make inputs uh, with regards to the presentation on USASA as well as uh, some of the points that the minister may have taken the committee into confidence on. Um, as they are of public interest. Um, may I then get hands from members who would want to call? Jira, you'll also assist me on your side. I'll do that, Chairperson. Yes. And if members are unable to raise their hand in their budgets, uh, please uh, just uh, mute your mic and indicate you're struggling or send a message in the chat uh, so that we know that you want to speak. Uh, we are on USASA on achievement of targets. Uh, Am I the only one in the meeting? Or am yeah, I yeah, out of the meeting? Oh, we're here. I'm out of the meeting. <laughs> oh, to we're here, okay. <laughs> I, I have asked for members to make inputs at this point, not after uh, the item on SAPO. So we'd want to take up this item now, close on it, uh, so that when we get to that other item, we do not come back to this item. There's one I, hand. Person. I didn't see the hand of uh, uh, the Honorable uh, Dr. Basok. Uh, I'm just checking if there are other hands so that we take hands in the in this round once before. But you can proceed in the meantime. Honorable Basok, you are recognized. Dr. Basok? <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Chairperson, honorable members, the ministers and the officials that are here. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Chairperson, we, we appreciate the presentation from the minister and also we appreciate the, the progress as well as the improvement that are there within the NDT. Um, of course, of, again, we, 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 we identify the challenges that are there. Then also, Chair, um, we, we, as a committee, we are impressed by the fact that 
the minister is 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 saying to us as the department they are not accepting the explanation that was given by the NDT in as far as the question of on irregular, fruitless, and wasteful expenditure, because apparently the reasons put forward uh, were not satisfactory. But again, Chair, what is not clear can go out of that. Now that the department or the ministry is not accepting the explanation, what should be the next step? Um, because Chair, in situations of this nature, uh, in terms of the Public Finance Management Act, there should be a consequence management even if there are other processes of, in as far as the question investigation is concerned, but which I, I believe is not, a, is not a problem. But in the meantime, what is it that is being done? And especially if the ministry is not happy about, about the, the situation. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Thank you, uh, Honorable Dr. Paso. I see Honorable Bordani. Uh, thank you, Chairperson, and to the meeting and the Minister, good morning. We thank the Minister for the presentation. I understood the Minister to say that the organization Safe Free to Air TV is peddling misinformation. What I did not understand is what is being done to, 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 to nip in the bud that misinformation, because if the Minister is giving us figures the way she has presented them, because then this is not for, for information to be going out. I'm not sure if I understood if she did elaborate on what happened. do not want any distractions to the project of broadcast digital migration or any other project of the department, as it were. Chairperson, I'm going to switch off my camera. Apparently, my, 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 my network is unstable. I have two more questions. And the qu second question is, the minister spoke about the if, if at all there is a possibility that the 31st March deadline is missed for the digital broadcast migration, there would be an additional six months. What would be the financial implications of that? And according to her, what would be the biggest challenge that poses risk to the department, possibly not migrating everybody by the 31st of December. And the last question is, how accessible is the STB registration to the to, 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 to communities and residents of the country? Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Kodan. Uh, I will then allow the, the ministry and, of course, we'll guide the entities to also give answers. Over to you, Honorable Minister. Yeah. Thank you, Chairperson. I'm going to start on the issue around safe free air to free to air TV, and then deal slightly with the issues that are raised on on the actions that the department is, um, is, is doing to address the dissatisfaction. May, let me start on the misinformation. One, we issued a statement, one, they had a, we issued a statement, we did the infographics which were circulating on social media. We took, we took radio interviews across the platforms 
to correct that. We also sent our representations at the to the it's not a match, but to the what they call the mass gathering uh, to explain. And when they realized that what we're explaining does not suit, because they expected that we'll run away and not come and clarify them. So we went to their forum and clarified. Our project manager was, was there to clarify the, the people who gathered with facts. And they had threatened that they were going to picket at the court. They didn't picket. But also because the matters are being ventilated in court and is being um, followed online and I think also on broadcast, it's, we are clarifying our issues on that platform. So it, we've got, we are using all the platforms to clarify, but also that's why we're also using this platform to clarify the South Africans that what they are being told to panic is not factual. And then uh, uh, Honorable Botlani raised the issue around the 31st of March missed deadline. No, we are not missing the 31st of March deadline. As we communicated in, uh, in early October, on the 5th of October, we indicated that people who apply for support by the 31st of October 2021, they will be connected by the analog switch of date, which analog switch of date has been determined to be the 31st of March, 2022. So everybody who has applied by the 31st of October, 2021, will be connected by the 31st of March, 2022. That target we are not missing. But there are people who did not apply by the cutoff date of October, 2021, but also will not have applied by the switch of date. So to date, people who applied after the 31st of October, that means people who applied from the 1st of November, 2021, they are over 200,000. And we're saying those people will connect them within the next three to six months. That's what we are undertaking to do. And we're saying because the number is not too big, we are then going to connect them earlier than the, than the uh, three to six months. It's just that, because we needed to do uh, approvals with National Treasury of other things, like for instance, we'll need to increase the scope and value of the contracts of installers. We'll then have to give a process of the approvals to take place after that number. We could not do, or we cannot do the approvals before the 31st of March, because we do not know sitting here of that number, the over 200,000, how much are we going to be able to increase then uh, we'll be able to, to extend coverage to or installations to as we talk now. So we can only do those applications from April. But given the period that April, uh, it March is the end of the financial year, April is the beginning of the financial year and Treasury, they are busy with uh, budget transfers and allocation and finalizing all those things that they have to do. We cannot uh, be sure that Treasury will be able to then approve our applications that we need on time in April, then we do not want to put them under pressure because South Africans were informed of the deadline for the last 12 years. And South Africans were fully aware that there is a, there's going to be a cut off. Those who needed support, they needed to register and they needed to register their post offices. So we are allowing Treasury the two months of April and May to finalize the work that they have, to, they have to do as it relates to their responsibility of making sure the government continues to work and funds are available to pay service providers and pay for services that are rendered by government. We are, are hoping that by May, after we've done our submissions in April, Treasury will then give us our approvals and then we can then um, recontract or rescope the work of the contractors and connect the numbers. For honorable members, I must indicate that 
three to six months, uh, it's a for that number of over just over two hundred thousand is even too long. It's just that sitting here we cannot predict because we do not know what will be the other requirements that Treasury may put on us given the work that we have been doing. But where we are, we are confident that we connect them earlier. So the the expectation is not about uh, us missing the deadline. We are not going to miss the deadline. The issue is that those who are applied after the deadline that was set will only be connected three to six months, but we are committing that we connect them earlier. We continue to give briefings to cabinet and update to cabinet and the nation and this portfolio committee on the progress they took. And uh, what what are the risks? Uh, they have indicated the issue that the delay will be because Treasury at this period, they are busy with their responsibility of funding government and therefore we cannot detract them from that work because it will affect the whole of the country. And for a, a smaller number of uh, a population that opted not to heed our calls and our pleas to register on time. Big challenges, we have overcome our worst of challenges, which is the continuous negotiations or renegotiations of rates by service providers or installers. As we get into an, another milestone, we have continued to say what you have negotiated and signed for, it is the, what is applicable. And we are going, when we do the recontracting or rescoping, if we have to, we are going to then insist that is those who accept the, the price that have been offered which is the, the, the current installation rate that is ap- applicable. Thank you on that one. On the second question that Dr. Basopu raised to say, what are we doing? We have instructed uh, USASA, which they've already done. They've appointed investigators through the DPSA panel of investigators. They have assumed work on the 1st of March, 2022, so that they can then investigate the causes uh, um, of the irregular expenditure and fruitless and wasteful, and for the irregular expenditure and put uh, pro, uh, the process and activate the process of regularizing the expenditure on fruitless and wasteful expenditure so that the consequence management can be applied for those who then um, violated the, 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 the processes that are prescribed by law. Thank you. And I, I can invite the chairperson or the CEO of uh, USASA, yourself, to acting CEO, to expand if there's something that I've excluded. Thank you, chairperson. Um, good morning. <clears throat> good morning, Chair. And thank you to the minister. Chair, and unfortunately, I, I cannot... Um, open my camera and I'll ask the acting CFO of Isasa to um, to come in uh, chair. I am still unwell. Thank you. Uh, through you, Chair. Morning, um, uh, Chairperson. Morning, members. Um, uh, my name is Sidney Mungala. I'm just going to activate my camera. I've just joined um, uh, as I'll be responding, maybe just understand that. I don't know if you can see me, but yeah, I can yes, see myself yes, on this. Yes, Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, I just joined the USASA, the entity just recently, uh, but uh, maybe I'll just mention uh, how much overwhelming work uh, that I'm, I'm seeing as we're moving forward, particularly on this particular matter. And I agree with the minister what uh, the minister has already indicated in terms of high level, how we are going to, to address the, the, the issue. 
Uh, Chair, I think from my side, as I was uh, looking through the the register for the uh, fruitless and wasteful um, expenditures, what I've analyzed was to say that we need to structure these in, in terms of different groupings. The first group will be those that require some condonations. So I've already uh, just looked at and browsed and I could see that some of the payments, we can justify them, Chair in terms of, and, and just uh, hear me from uh, the context where I'm coming from, there will be, this will be, mostly will be the ones where we had contracts that have ended, but because of the fact that work had to continue, uh, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really condoning the fact that then contract management was not working in this particular regard, uh, that that should really be uh, still the case. And we need to make sure that we, address that particular issue as urgently as possible from from your social side. But I think uh, where I'm standing is to say there are justifiable reasons to say that work had to continue, certain things had to be paid, even though the contract really uh, had already expired. So I think from that angle, I'll be assisting in terms of just drafting uh, the memo in terms of the condonment of such, uh, providing the relevant reasons to say we, we can justify that these were supposed to be paid and, and, and work, uh, were supposed to continue in that regard. Then, Chair, the, the other grouping will be those uh, that require proper investigations. Those will be the ones where, from our side, really, will then uh, follow as the minister's uh, advice to say that we continue to finalize all the investigations as soon as possible. And after finalizing those, then we can take the proper actions. And we will also just seek legal advice in terms of the actions that we'll be implementing. And those will be in line with the relevant prescripts and so forth. Then from the fruitless expenditures and wasteful expenditures, when I was an analyzing, I could see that chair, um, the most of them is a matter of not necessarily that we still need to do any investigations any further. It's a matter of we need to take the relevant actions against those that have done those or the, that have caused the fruitless and wasteful expenditures uh, in the main. Then the other grouping will be uh, those that do not necessarily require any investigations, but we just need to take some actions because they have already been uh, investigated, so we remove those from the ones that we are saying they still need to, to be investigated because some of them have been investigated by the uh, public protector, some of them have been investigated by the SIU. The key issue moving forward, Chair, in general is to say we can see the weaknesses and the poor controls that were there, so we need to make sure that we improve our governance frameworks, we improve our systems and processes, policies, and so forth just to make sure that those are available and everyone understand what needs to be done in terms of it. Remember when I was talking about taking actions, some of the disciplinary actions might just be that certain people need training or other things that we can, we can implement. Where we identify such, we will make sure that we take people for relevant training to understand what they are doing uh, in the main. In general, also, we need to make sure that um, uh, we, we enforce policies and compliance with the, the relevant systems and processes, because even if we have the policies and so forth, if we don't uh, make sure that we enforce compliance and adherence to those, uh, I think we will still have recurrence of this irregular and fruitless and wasteful expenditure. 
So moving forward, uh, then we'll have the processes in place to make sure that we identify uh, such things and we avoid them from happening uh, from, from our side. Even if I'm just going to be in uh, USASA for a time being, but I think when I leave them, at least the, the systems and process should be there. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. I see that the, the board chair is raising her hand uh, and did not score. I would allow, uh, given that we are talking to also governments that have so paid. No, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Chairperson. Um, uh, good morning to you, Chairperson, and good morning to the minister and the deputy minister. Good morning to everybody, uh, members of parliament and everybody in, in the meeting. Chairperson, um, because the minister has mentioned that um, I must come in, I just uh, wanted to emphasize the fact that we are working hand in hand with the ministers, uh, the, de the, the department, and also we, we have um, identified our, um, uh, our mistakes as USASA, and the USASA board is, is uh, I think, is capable the, the new board that has started in February 2021, they are mo most capable to be able to, 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 to work with the ministry so as to correct everything that went wrong in USASA. And the issue of um, us winding off, we are working hand in hand with the ministry and the department. So uh, what the minister has said, I think it, it's a mouthful and it's what... Um, it's what we agree upon as the board and the, the, the department. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you. Um, the, to the board, uh, Chair and, and your team. I think honorable members, you have received uh, responses. I would want to check if there are follow-up questions. Uh, in the absence of that, we we'll then try and summarize how we conclude this item and then get to item that uh, would then uh, be in a closed session and then open back again as we we'll be dealing with the other items. The Honorable Kumbu, I recognize you can proceed. Uh, yes, Chair. Uh, thank you, Chair, and thanks uh, to the presentations. Just one thing, Chair, on the, on the issue of uh, investigations. I just want to check as to when uh, are you concluding the process of uh, investigations on irregular expenditure? Because for me, uh, there are no clear timelines uh, here. Uh, thank you, Chair. That was my question. Thank you, Honorable Kumbu. Get responses. The CFO, the two uh, CFO, yourself, I should respond. CFO. Uh, thank you, Chair. Um, yeah, I'll come back again just to uh, indicate as per my explanation to say that we have clustered them in different uh, in different ways. 
So, and when I was doing the analysis, just maybe to start uh, a little bit backward, when I was doing the analysis, much of the, the amounts that are sitting in there, if we were to address the issue of um, uh, the, the areas where we said we have justification why we had to continue paying, that is the larger part of the entire irregular wasteful expenditures that are sitting in there. Uh, the others being legacy issues. Uh, from my side, I think we have already met as a team in the, uh, in the entity where we have analyzed those to say we need to urgently make sure that the investigations are done and are being finalized. It's just that for now, really, I, you, I don't really have the, the, the relevant dates for, for the finalization of the, um, the different investigations, taking into account that we still need to allocate who's going to be uh, investigating. But when we were uh, discussing the matters, internal audit has also indicated that they are available uh, to assist with the, uh, some of the, the, the investigations that we need to do uh, in the main. But I think, uh, Chair, maybe if you allow me, uh, remember I just joined them uh, just recently, we'll come back, uh, back, I mean, back to the members with the relevant dates uh, for the different matters, because we just need to make sure that we analyze them differently. Uh, per matter, just to make sure that um, uh, we we are being advised as well by the uh, different um, uh, individuals who will be conducting the investigation as to how long it will take them. We just don't need to really give a blanket uh, date for now. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. I'm not sure if there are additions from the entity. I take it that Honorable Kumbu, that's a legacy end. You can lower it unless you wanted to follow up immediately. Okay, thank you. So, may I just check if uh, there are additions to make? Uh, and, and maybe we can then uh, wrap up on this item. What's there? Uh, you are recognized. Thank Spanto. you. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, Chairperson, if you remember, this has been uh, this has as as has been a long, long, long time not being investigated and not being uh, taken control of. So the 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 investigation has just started, as the minister has said. So the information has just been collected, started being collected. So um, the real um, date for the finishing off of the of the investigations we will not have now because we have just started the, the investigation and we are on the right track chair. We will be able to give you to update you with uh, any information that we have in hand and any reaction that we are going to take as this um, uh, entity towards the people that have done wrong in the entity. Thank you, chair. Thank you, Chair. Uh, um, hand. Um, honorable members, I, I take it that uh, you would have asked uh, the questions and you've been clarified. Uh, I take it that, Honorable Minister, and your team, you'd be able to take back the uh, that indeed members would have made certain uh, observations 
and uh, they've, they've raised certain concerns amongst uh, others uh, would be that from the presentation, clearly there is a, a sense that uh, besides the investigations that need to be done uh, for prior years, uh, but uh, the trend has been that there has been a reoccurrence uh, because uh, the figures would have grown at some point. Uh, and, and that is about uh, the control uh, uh, systems in the in the entity, uh, which uh, also needed to be looked at. And the other concern really is 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 that is the consequence thereof uh, on those that uh, may have been involved, irrespective of uh, the the investigations that are yet to happen. Uh, but there's also concern that uh, urgently does not mean timeline. It's important in an entity that is winding up as the chair of the board. That now that you do have the investigators in place, uh, surely looking at the work they will be dealing with, this should be able to give you a sense of their implementation. And, and how uh, then the timelines uh, uh, would be looked at what milestones can you expect from that. That would at least guarantee uh, the committee that matters raised by the auditor general uh, would not reoccur first and foremost, but secondly, uh, is that there would be consequences uh, where uh, that is expected to to happen, uh, and I think uh, going forward in terms of uh, recommendation is really to ensure that the winding up process uh, does not make it to their actions uh, as it has been raised by the Auditor General, which therefore says that the transition management as the department looks at getting uh, most of the work to the state digital infrastructure company and the remaining work to be absorbed by the department, which is what is said to be the winding up process. That that transition is managed uh, uh, properly as there are still matters of accountability by the entity so that uh, it's winding off does not leave uh, other matters uh, hanging. Uh, and I think as the committee would also be interested in seeing that plan uh, of action so that we are able to uh, look at the milestones uh, again on that. Uh, so that once that is now complete, we don't have to come back to this point. I must say, Minister, on the first point you've made, I think we are also very happy that you keep us abreast on uh, what is happening, the legal side of things. Uh, it's, it's always our approach uh, that we allow such processes to uh, take place and be informed uh, accordingly. Uh, but because it's still underway, we'll, all, we'll be watching the 
the matters closely, but thanks for briefing us on that. But I think as it relates to this part you've raised about free-to-air and uh, how the consultations would have happened, uh, I think uh, what we can be able to send uh, to yourself uh, is our support, of course, for for us to meet the deadlines uh, on the switch-off. But of course, guarantee South Africans that there would be nobody who would have challenges of accessing uh, broadcasting in the in the period, uh, especially those that may come later. I think there must be a way that the department uh, puts up uh, something that communicates that, give confidence to the people, and that we should not uh, tire in engaging uh, any interested groups, especially. Uh, in taking it as an opportunity uh, to communicate a proper message to South Africans uh, to allay uh, their fears uh, on what could be raised uh, out there. Uh, so I think I would want you to leave with that uh, as we this item. That yes, there's support, uh, that this is long overdue. In fact, we have been criticized over years that we have not delivered on the big way. And we have said in the sixth administration that would not be part of the statistics that uh, we set targets, uh, timelines, but we never uh, get to implement them. And that will be, will be able to deliver this time. So I would just say you can, it can be guaranteed of us regard, but we should not have to engage uh, concerns that may be raised by stakeholders uh, because of nothing to hide uh, but to communicate out there. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, that's, I think, helpful. Uh, honorable members, as I said uh, on the other item, that's why we get a detailed presentation, uh, we would have uh, applied given the request uh, that we would be presented with uh, information that's commercial sensitive and allow the other participants on the platform uh, to be released and the minister would then as we reconvene uh, confirm uh, those that are on the platform that they are as authorized and, and delegated to be in the meeting. Uh, if if we can just do that uh, quickly. So thanks, Yusasa, uh, board and, and and the entity uh, executives, uh, as well as uh, other members of society. Uh, uh, but please ensure you you reconnect when we get back, and would uh, indeed make the observations and recommendations of the committee as far as the item is concerned to be also publicly known. Uh, Because uh, there's really nothing to hide except to ensure that we also protect uh, the integrity of the information uh, presented uh, in a way that also protects the entity. Uh, And I hope there is an understanding. Thank you. So we will be Thank helped you, by the service. Uh, Is that Ajira? I'm here, Jefferson. Yes, Ajira. 
Uh, no, it was not me, Chairperson. I think oh, it was Lani. All right, thank you. Uh, would then allow, but the members would stay on. As I said, the minister will then confirm the delegation uh, as, as we get it. Honorable Malatsi. Thanks, Chair. Um, and I'm not sure whether I'm getting ahead. Um, but because I, I was just following what, what you just said, I thought that perhaps there would be a discussion on that um, document that was sent to the committee yesterday, because it seems to be um, ambiguous in terms of the direction around this discussion that's going to take place. So I don't want to get into into what I would have wanted to say without getting that direction from you. Hence, I'm asking this clarity before we, we can get into the full discussion because my reading of it, um, particularly in terms of the advice, which would then provide the direction of how we proceed with this particular briefing, um, seems to be ambiguous. And I thought, you know, there, there would be a brief discussion on it before we get into, into the presentation. Can you just provide direction on it? Okay. No, no thank you, uh, Honorable uh, Malazzi. Uh, because uh, the matter will be uh, discussed in the closed session, we'll start from there. Uh, but the reason we allow it to take the presentation, uh, it's exactly to also check if the document would have been probably highly sanitized, if I were to put it in that way, as compared to the matters we want. So the presentation should then help us to close those gaps. Um, like you said, you'll probably be ahead of uh, the discussion and maybe let's allow the other people to go off and then we, we are able to indicate how we are approaching uh, the presentation as, as we'll get to the item itself. Uh, I'm not sure if that assists you. No, Chair, I will, I will take your, your, your direction. It's, it's, it's fine. Uh, we will just be assisted by the committee support uh, in terms of ensuring that uh, we have the people that have been authorized to be in the session. And then you'll indicate if we are ready to start. Uh, good day, Chairperson. I'm still working with the department. There's still a few people online that shouldn't be here. So we'll just remove them. But I'm just working in conjunction with the department now. Thank you. Chairperson, I will yes, also request that the, the, the YouTube streaming it should be stopped because it will be public for that when we start the yeah. discussions. Yes, we'll start at 10, so we'll just, sorry, at 10 past uh, 10. Uh, you'll just, uh, in the meantime, we'll just allow you to do the cleansing, including, as I said, our committee support uh, just to ensure that the uh, uh, the meeting indeed remains uh, a closed session until we reconvene it uh, back to public again. Chair, maybe let me just indicate from the department's delegation, I'd like the DG to remain. DDG, DDG number to remain 
and uh, uh, Miss uh, Renele Langa to remain. The rest of the team from the department must get off so that we keep the minimum number in on. And then if uh, SAPO, they've got the acting chairperson, Mr. Majombosi here. I think they are CEO and they've got their own delegation in SAPO that, uh, that are here. Then get uh, maybe support to confirm that uh, their delegation is as required on the platform. I'll do that, Chippers. Um, unless it's me alone, yeah, but uh, it would appear that the CEO of Starboy has got connection problem. I can't hear. It. We can. I I can't hear. As I say, unless it's me alone, but uh, yeah, it seems the line is not good. Is is not you alone, chairperson? We'll request the acting chairperson to speak instead of the CEO. Uh, uh, Good morning, good morning, uh, uh, Chairperson, good morning, uh, Minister, good morning, Honourable Members, and uh, good morning to the colleagues as well, who who have remained. Uh, The the CEO is still trying to speak. Uh, Mr Ngoma, you wanted to clarify something? That's all, Chair. I wanted you to speak to the CEO in the meantime because I, I saw you yeah, yeah. picking up your phone. Uh, yeah, yeah. That maybe Mr. Ngoma in the meantime can just clarify the point you wanted to clarify from committee support. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Mr. Ngoma? Yes. Uh, Chatasin, thank you very much. Uh, good morning, Chair. Uh, 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 I'm just uh, uh, noticed okay. uh, that Hajira. Okay. So I mentioned I, that you wanted to. Mr. Okay. Yeah, that's just mute, uh, Mr. Matumbos. Yes, I've done, Chair. Thank, thank you, Chair. I've just noticed that uh, uh, my system has been, uh, or my colleague uh, was not on the platform, or parliamentary YouTube channel has the hosting rights uh, for the meeting. I'm not sure if Hajira is back uh, and it would uh, clarify or would uh, request that uh, the parliamentary YouTube uh, stream uh, give the hosting rights to either myself or back to Portfolio Committee on Communications uh, so that uh, we can also check. Uh, I'm just a bit worried whether they are not uh, currently streaming uh, as uh, per your uh, direction that uh, this portion of the meeting would be closed. Thank you, Chair. I just wanted to raise that. Good day, yeah. Chair. I, I tried to remove them, and in the process, it switched. They became hosts, and I became co-host. So if we can just request that they give me my host power back. Thank you, Chair. Yes, like I said, we would want to start at 10 past, but they are still uh, on, the, on the platform. So if we can uh, just deal with that aspect, surely there should be a way of... Uh, calling them uh, to get this uh, clarified. I'm not sure because we may need uh, inputs uh, from uh, the CEO that if there are connectivity challenges, uh, whether um, 
from the side of uh, the ICT support you are getting. If uh, this, uh, she can be linked on call, uh, so that we are able to still uh, hear if she has to make uh, inputs. Chairperson, I thought the, the acting chairperson will clarify that she has assigned a person to present, but she's going to then connect on using her telephone uh, so that she, she, she remains on and be available to respond. Fine, fine, fine. Okay, sure. All right. Uh, sorry, sorry for the for the delay. The uh, chair. I've just spoken to to the CEO. She will connect uh, uh, through the phone, and um, she's happy with uh, the meeting proceeding with the introduction of the presenter, uh, who would be uh, geared acting uh, strategy uh, general manager. Um, she will then be able uh, later on and probably also give an opportunity to the acting deputy chair uh, to just address uh, a few uh, reflections on the strategy. Uh, it's Temingos once again, just to indicate that the matter of the YouTube channel is being attended to. Thank you, Chair. I'm, I'm back. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm the only one seeing what I see, or I didn't hear you, uh, uh, Mr. Ngoma, uh, who is uh, now parliamentary. <laughs> I just want to show off the, the YouTube one that is no live streaming of uh, questions. 
Yes, uh, I'm sure Chairperson is just a, a, a matter of time uh, because I, I spoke to them and uh, they promised me that they are, they are attending to it. So, yes, I'll, if they still on the platform, I'll just give them another call again, Chairperson. Thanks. As I say, unless it's on me, on my side, they are still on the platform. And it's uh, just uh, delaying us. Okay, they're not only they're not only still on the platform; they are also still streaming. So that's why we we cannot proceed with them still on the platform. Yes. So they must assign the hosting rights back, and uh, then uh, and and the and step off so that we can then proceed. Okay. Uh, so let's 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 do that. Uh, committee support. Just, just impress on the um, I thought as calls you could uh, just remove them. Uh, Chairperson, I'm co-host and I'm not able to remove them. They should give them a host rights back chair. Apologies. If you could just make an announcement as well, chair, because I don't know why they're taking this long. Thank you. It's been sorted, yeah. chair. I'm, I'm, host. I'm the host again. It's sorted. Yeah, it's sorted now. Okay. Um, I think that.